Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch, down to the sole. They even smell them because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay Authenticity Guaranteed. Visit ebay.com for terms. It's the Richard Sherman Podcast presented by FanDuel. It might be cold, but the sports calendar is heating up and there's no place better to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play, like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. And FanDuel is now live in Maryland. So use promo code RS and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. 21 up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bet. That expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The volume. Welcome to the Richard Sherman Podcast. I got a special guest, my guy, Tyler Lockett. I call him Noe. Nobody knows why, because apparently I'm old now and and there's not another Lockett on the team. <laughs> but I appreciate you joining me. How you how you doing? Man, I'm doing good, man. And if you old, then that means I'm still young because I came in way, way after you. <laughs> right. And you the vet vet now. You're the, you're the super vet. <laughs> Right. I didn't I didn't been here so long, man. I didn't seen draft classes come and go. That's that's when I knew it was. I'm like, dang, man. Do you remember when you were all innocent? You thought the league was just, a, you know, sunshine and rainbows. This is a cool place. Yeah, I remember when I first day I got there, they said, shoot off. They said, oh, this is way different from K-State. I, I might enjoy being here. Practice was like an hour and a half. Right. Like, that's it. Right. And you've been there ever since, and you've been thriving. Man, how, how, how's the hand doing? Uh, the hand is doing pretty good, man. Um, honestly, I think, you know, I'm kind of blessed in the situation that I'm in just because it wasn't like it was a, a broken hand where I had to sit out, you know, for four or five months, and that was the end of my season. I actually got a chance to be able to uh, see how much work I could put in just to be able to come back out and try to be able to play and help the team. I don't understand, Noe, because you've been balling. You know, this is your umpteenth season of, of being consistent and you need a couple more yards for your thousand. But you and DK just like like they always just act like y'all not out there balling. Y'all not <laughs> killing like and, and that goes for a lot of people. Why do you think that is? You know, I mean, you, you've been doing it for a long time. DK came on the scene and he's been playing at a high level. But it's still no matter how many yards and touchdowns, you're second all time in touchdowns in Seahawks history. But people still don't give you that love. Yeah, you know, I really don't know why, bro. Um, it's one of those things where ever since I got here, I mean, even when you were here, like Doug didn't get any love too, you know, and Doug right. was phenomenal with everything that he did, the releases, being able to catch the ball. I don't know if it's just kind of a, a Puget Sound thing out here that a lot of people don't get the chance just to be able to watch us. But, I mean, I've kind of come to a place, man, where I've accepted the fact that the best I might ever be in a people's minds is underrated. And I mean, that's OK, because it seems like underrated is the most consistent thing they could say, because they can't say he's top 10 or 
or top 15, because then that means he's better than underrated. And so right, underrated right. is a way to just say he's good, but we're not going to acknowledge him as a player that we probably should stats wise. So we're just going to continue to keep it underrated. Right, but it's frustrating because it was frustrating for me when Doug was there. That's why I was thankful Doug at least made the Pro Bowl and 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 got people to see it at least one time. You know what I mean? They should have saw it for his whole career, but they at least got to acknowledge his greatness for that year. But I don't know, man. Are you excited to come back this week? Because they need they needed you last week. You know, I, obviously you wouldn't have been out there with your shirt off. No, I'm not gonna say <laughs> I'm not gonna say you're not built like everybody else. But it would have just been a different kind of shirt off. You know, experience. Yeah. I, I told I told the receivers either I wasn't gonna go out there until it was time to catch punts, <laughs> or I would have been out there no shirt compressions, <laughs> <laughs> just like To. Oh man. But no, man, I'm not going to lie, man. It's it's hard just being able to watch the game. Like, you know, when I knew I wasn't going to be able to play, I was just like, man, it's going to be tough just watching the game. Especially I went to K-State. It would have been like a home game for me. You know what I mean? All the K-State fans was there. My dad played with the Chiefs. It was a game that I was really looking forward to. And then, you know, for, for something like that to happen, I was like super frustrated but at the same time, like I said, man, it, it was one of those blessings in disguise to where I felt like I get a week off. I get my mindset right. And, you know, when we talk about this underrated and stuff, too, it's like I get a chance to go to another place in my career because I never had surgery and had to come back and play. So now it's like I get to tap into that new mindset, that new hunger, that new you know motivation, especially with these two games left. And then there's no telling what can happen. It's like, all right, like. Remember why you grinded. Remember, you know, what it was like when you were training for camp and in the offseason just to be able to get right. It was like that's what that week was for me. It was super frustrating. I couldn't rest mentally out going through it just because I was like, <laughs> it's now or never. Right. Hey, hey, you gave me chills. Like, you, you got me <laughs> motivated, Noe. Like, let's go get because anything can happen. These last two weeks, y'all got to happen, though. You got to yeah. have last two. No, nah, you're right. And you you as a leader, you know, I mean, they missed you more than your production, your leadership. I mean, I remember when you didn't say nothing. Well, you always had <laughs> your spoken word and your and your, your 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 great advice, but you know, you weren't speaking as much. But now you're you're obviously a leader and a captain of this team. Uh you were live tweeting during the game. You know, I that had to be totally different for you. <laughs> I, I had to watch what I said because I didn't want to get fined. I told myself I might have to retire and then say what I want to say and then come back next week. <laughs> It it was so bad, man. Like then, you know, but it's like we see that as players too. Even when we're done playing, we see the stuff that fans could say or just people in general. And it could get frustrating. But at the same time, it's just like, man, if they was in that position, they probably do the same thing or probably couldn't even do it at all. Right. You know, right. people get mad at me for catching the ball and I get what I could get and fall. And it's like they they think that's all that I do. And it's like, all right, well. Why don't you have people like Fred Warner and Bobby Wagner punching the ball out 24-7 to see what you do? No, no, you, you, yeah, you ain't, you're owning people. No explanation. (laughs) Like, like, that's why I'm sitting there listening to people talk and it's like, there's no winning with y'all. The man, the man is, is, it got 150 yards and y'all want him to to get an extra yard. But then if he get injured and he out for two games, then y'all like, oh, why didn't you just get down? Like, you're never going to please him. No, you you stay up and get injured. They mad. You get down and get what you can get. They mad. You know what? Your pockets is filled. Your teammates is happy. That's all you can worry about. Man, I heard this pastor say this. My mom had me listen to it a long time ago. 
He said, whether you chase your dream, people going to talk. And if you don't chase your dream, people going to talk. So the one thing that you do know is whatever you choose to do, people still going to talk. People going to talk. They going to criticize. You know what I mean? I ain't, I ain't the most religious man, but they say they criticize Jesus. If they can criticize Jesus, no, God dang, <laughs> ain't nobody got a chance. Man, at the end of the day, bro, what I've learned is this game is about durability because even like me missing this game versus the Chiefs, like people don't understand that's that's the next man up mentality. And when people step up and people start balling, then it starts to bring in curiosity like, ooh, do we really need him anymore? Like, do we want to pay him this much? Like people don't understand the business side of it, you know? So even when I got the ch- the opportunity to be able to like step in and get more targets and stuff, it, it was unfortunate because that's when Doug was kind of dealing with his injuries and stuff. But people don't understand that next man up mentality. And that's how a lot of people get opportunities. And you don't you don't prey on people's downfall. But it's like you don't really get opportunities unless, you know, something happens and then you step in and play. And that's the unfortunate part about football, because you want everybody to win because there's enough success and love and and all that stuff to go around. No question. And, and speaking of balling, obviously you had Russ last year and Gino came in and everybody had the conversation like, what is Gino going to be? He's been a backup for a while. He has been struggling and he come out there striking. <laughs> Gino is striking. He get a Pro Bowl year. How happy are you for him? Man, I'm real happy for Gino, man. Like just to be able to see how far he's come, like his story, like everybody's story in the NFL isn't the same. And when you kind of sit down and you talk to people, it kind of just reminds you like the mentality that you got to be able to have to keep fighting because not everybody gets to come into the league their first year and be able to beat everything that they was in college. Right. And so sometimes you got to be able to be patient. You got to wait your turn. Like we said, the next man up mentality and just for him to just continue working, continue grinding, like staying in it because he, he's been out of it for so long, bro. So just to mentally still be able to stay in it and mentally still be able to like do that work in the off season as if he was preparing to be able to play. Like, I think that's the stuff that goes past people's mindsets because they don't understand like for what, six, seven years, he didn't really have a chance to play. Imagine chasing a dream for six, seven years and you had to wait till year, year 10 or 11 just to be able to finally get your shot. Right. And once he got that opportunity, bro, like you could tell he was ready. Like you could tell like he wanted it. And I'm just really happy that like the world is starting to notice like who he is as a person, the type of quarterback he was. But I mean, I seen it when we was playing Call of Duty. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You saw you saw the greatness in the Call of Duty game, huh? Oh man, I, I knew I either had to be on my stuff or he gonna say, Where's my team? Where's my team? So, so I, I had no choice but to come through. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So how different is that? Because I'm not sure Russ plays video games, but it got to be different. I mean, I, I've never played uh, video games with my quarterback, but that had to be. I mean, I heard Patrick Mahomes talk about it. You know, I heard um, Juju Smith-Schuster, their relationship kind of got built over Call of Duty and things like that. Like, does that does that help the on-the-field production? Uh, well, I think I think everything goes hand in hand. I think like, you know, even when Russ was here, I think the thing that helped me out, too, was like when you get to know people outside the field, you know, you kind of get to hang with people outside and kind of see what their interests are and stuff like that. And you find similarities, like just conversations, even with me and you, like you start learning how people think. And it's weird how like that translates to the field, because sometimes it's like I could have seen Russ running around and I seen him turn before he ever even turned. And then I'm able to just get, you know, get out of my route and try to go get open. 
And so I think it's similar, like with Gino, like, you know, we, we started talking more and more off the field, like when we started playing the game a lot. And when you play the game a lot, it's like you learn different strategies, you learn different techniques. Like, do you want to be aggressive? What type of team do we have? Like, we can't be as an aggressive, you know? And so there's so many things that you learn, like along the way, when you, you got to learn how to play with different teammates and stuff like that. Some people want to be the captain. And Gino's like, no, I'm the captain. Like, I'm the quarterback. Y'all listen to me. You know, so it, it's really interesting. But the biggest thing is, like, we got to be able to learn how to be all in. And so I think you learn how to do that, you know, with whoever's your quarterback. Once you learn who they are outside the field and everything internally starts to be able to click. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts Connect the alarm Change the podcast you stream Connect the snooze Ten more minutes to dream Connect the shower Lather up with the news Sports talk Comedians or movie reviews Connect with that three hour philosophy show Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Well, earlier this year, you said it's amazing what you can accomplish when nobody cares who gets the credit. They're talking about the selflessness of the team and sacrifice. Like, has, do you think that mindset and, and where did that come from? What did that, you know what I mean? Where, where did that come from in your mind? Um, and has that helped the team a lot this year? Man, it, it came. So when we was playing basketball in high school, our, our coach, Shea Seals, used to always say it. He used to come up with a quote. And we all used to be like, bro, this dude can't stop giving quotes. But it was like, you never know when you're going to need it, you know? And like, for me, when you come to the league, it's not like college because college is more like a team thing, like it's team oriented, but you get to the league and it's like, they teach you how to be a business, like sole proprietorship. Like it's all about, you got to look out for yourself. And I think like with that mentality, it's hard to kind of like get a group of guys together to be a team. And so I think for me, like just being able to still have that same approach of like, okay, stats doesn't matter as much as people say stats matter, but then it's like, but stats is what gets you paid. You know what I mean? So you got to be able to find that balance. And so for me, it kind of helps me like stay steadfast. Like I'm balanced in my approach because it's like, I don't want to get too selfish to where it's all about me because at receiver, the only way that you shine is if you get the ball. You know what I mean? Like they don't really talk about you making blocks like that. 
or you being able to run routes to get other people open. But those are other aspects of the game that help you and that help your team. So I think for me, like when we talk about like it's amazing what we can accomplish when no one cares who gets the credit. I mean, you know, it sounds cliche, but I, I think of y'all as a defense. I used to kind of define it by that a little bit um, when y'all had LOB out there. It was like it didn't matter who got the pick. Like, you know, if it was Bobby, y'all was over there happy and celebrating. If it was Earl, y'all were celebrating. If Cam had a hit, it was like y'all were celebrating as if it was you making the play. And so it was like, you know, that's something that I was trying to learn how to be able to do as an offense. And so, you know, I think early on in the season, I think it's helped us out a lot because, you know, we got such of a young team, too. So we have that team oriented feel and we don't have to get caught up in. I need to get my yards. I need to get these touchdowns. I need to get these throws. It's like we could kind of just go out there and play and kind of like symbolic what it's like to be able to play in high school and college again. It's been really cool to watch the evolution, you know, because beginning of the year, there was so much like turmoil and controversy, you know, and and division, uh, especially when you talk about the Pete and Russ, you know, I mean, even before the year, before before everything happened, you got, you, you know, they were talking about firing Pete. And and what they're going to do with Russ, and then you know the trade happened. Then you got, well, Pete's Pete's going to be lost. How how has that affected your mindset in terms of like like leading the team? You know what I mean? Because you knew it was going to be a lot on his plate. He had to be different this year a little bit. You know, I know Pete is total regiment and and straight. Like I'm going to say the same jokes. I'm going to tell the same stories. I'm a, I'm going to talk about the psychology of the game, but. That he had to feel it a little bit. You could tell a little bit on in his press conferences that he kind of like felt the relief and felt, you know, what I mean, like he was he was jabbing back a little bit more this year than I think he's ever had. Have you seen a difference in him? Uh, yeah, I think I have seen a difference in Pete. I, w- I would say like to start it off, I think it was it was hard being able to lose Russ. Like that's the first quarterback I was able to play with for for seven straight years. You know what I mean? And you just get used to knowing like, okay, he's going to lead the team. Like, you know what I mean? I just got to be able to follow suit. Like, I just got to do my part. Like, whatever you need me to do, like, I got you. Like, so it's like for seven years, I was able to grow little by little each year into being able to have a different position. And then all of a sudden, you know, then we let Bobby go as well. And it's like, well, our two main leaders who we depend on, who we rely on, who we listen to, who can kind of steer the ship because they've been here like almost throughout a decade, it was able to help us, you know, like me, Al Woods, Quandre Diggs, Jamal Adams, like, and many more players, like even Gabe Jackson. But now that we lost them, it's like we've all had to be able to step up in our own way to where we don't want one person to just steer the ship. And so I think Pete's done a great job in just being able to allow us to to explore other options. Like, you know, we've always had three captains. But now he made it to where like, okay, we can have four now. Maybe we can have five or more because you never know what a title brings and how other people can be able to step up in that position to like help us be successful. But sometimes when you when we only have we would have three, like I wouldn't want to speak up like Quandre wouldn't want to speak up. You know what I mean? Because we don't want to overstep anybody's toes. But now, like since we lost our two best leaders, we kind of created this this thing that works for us where it's like, man, it doesn't matter if you play or if you don't play, like if you see some speak up, like, cause right. we got to be able to keep each other accountable because we lost like the two best players that help us stay accountable. No question. No question. You see something, say something. 
but tell me about how how Russ's leadership ha- ha- helped you grow and, and the things you learned from him and the things you learned from Bobby. You know, those two great players for a long time and they had to rub off on you. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, you almost had no choice <laughs> for everything <laughs> to rub off on you. Like, it's like when you're in a room full of wise people, like you're going to come out and you're going to remember a whole bunch of stuff in that conversation that may be different when, you know, you're around people that that don't know how to have that much knowledge as them. So it was just sitting there being able to talk to Bobby, like um, to start off with him, like, man, you know, we talking about how you and him branched off and became your own agent, you know, being able to learn like different segments like that, like being able to learn from Bobby about some of the, um, the work he does outside in the community. Um, people don't understand. They think players don't never do anything. And it's like, no, we do. We just don't want the credit. You know, when you watch like how Bobby has always been a pro, he goes about his business. He doesn't say much, but he doesn't have to because when he when he speaks, everybody listens. You know what I mean? It's like it's really cool to be able to see. And and I mean, you you also see it like um, when he's over there with the Rams, like how everybody's talking about him and stuff. It's like, well, I mean, that's how he always been. You know what I mean? He's always been that person that'll look out for you. Man, I needed to talk to him like in 2020 and he sat outside with me and talked to me. Like, you know, and it's weird talking to a grown man, bro. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you don't never want to tell people what's going on with your life. But it was like he was able to sit there and talk to me. And I mean, and it's the same with Russ, too. Like the things that I've learned from Russ, like his approach to the game, like he wants to be great. Like he wants to be the best. Honestly, bro, I don't think I've ever seen a time when he came into the building and he wasn't ready to work. You know what I mean? And so sometimes when you have people with that mindset, that's like, I'm going to do whatever it takes, regardless of what it is that I got to do. You want to be able to attach yourself to that. And you want to be able to say, look, bro, it don't matter. So for me, it's like, it don't matter if it's cold outside. It don't matter if it's snowing. This is my job. Like, I can't make any excuses. So it's like the things that I learned from Russ is like, there's no excuses to what it is that you're trying to accomplish in this life. Like, either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. And so just to be able to see his approach, to be able to see how he would he would take the lead in things. And that's the biggest thing I've learned as a captain is um, Penny Hart said it. He was like, it's hard to be a captain and be a friend. And, you know, when you're a captain, it's going to be some words that have to be said. You're going to have to call people out. You're going to have to keep people accountable. And that's the stuff that we don't like because, you know, relationships go in this league. But when you're a captain, like you, you on that thin line of like, all right, let me, let me learn how to speak to people. I got to learn how to meet people where they at. I can't talk to everybody the same. You got to be able to know. And so those are the things that I've kind of learned, bro. And and it's interesting because you even take that approach with the coaches. It's not just the players, but you got to know how to talk to the coaches. You got to understand how to talk to the players. And that stuff helps you a long way, even when you're married. That's what I'm learning as I'm engaged. Bridge it there, Louie. Boy, I'm telling you, it's, it's hard to it's hard to keep a girl happy, but just it, just just do your part. Yeah, do your part. Look, look, understand, and that's a huge part of leadership in general. Leading a football team and being a leader and being uh, having guys look up. It's not about pleasing everybody. It's 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 about having respect and love for everybody and understanding. Hey, hey, I need more from you, and you ain't got to mf nobody to get more from. Hey, there's a way I can talk to you to say, hey. You got to be better than this. And I know you are better than this. Then they say, you suck, man. What are you doing? No, it ain't, yeah. that ain't how, that ain't going to get you the results you're looking for. 
It's like, hey, come up to you. Hey, brother, let's let's work. Let's work. Let's hey, what can we do to improve this? Like, I know you better than this. We know you better than what's going on so that we can get you to play how you used to play and how we know you can play. And I think that's something I learned. I mean, throughout my time in Seattle and my time in San Francisco, you know, when they were just looking at me like an old man, um, <laughs> is that it ain't about being being liked or, or by everybody. It's 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 when everybody knows that we're working towards the same thing and we're working in the same direction and that your every action is working towards that, then there's nothing but respect there. It's not, nobody going to be upset with that. If, if winning is their goal, if, if yeah. winning a championship in the Super Bowl is their goal, then they'll never get upset because every, they'll know that every action that you're doing, every, every movement, every thought that you're processing is moving us in that direction. Hey, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's yeah. why Bobby, I'm sure Bobby ain't what didn't feel uncomfortable at all in that conversation. Like it, it, that's 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 what we lose in the black community sometimes. Like we be feeling like we can't talk to each other as grown men and, and and talk about our issues, talk about our problems, talk about, you know, what's going on and help each other. You can. Yeah, you can. I mean, my thing is you can. But like the way society is, bro, is they they want you to be vulnerable. And then as soon as you're vulnerable, they, they that's when they tear you down. Yeah, but but you know a locker room ain't ain't really a society. <laughs> oh no, nah, in the locker room, bro, you can be as vulnerable as needed because that that's the thing, bro. Like these are not only your like teammates, but like these are your brothers, and like this is why businesses try to be able to like emulate what we do on the football field and what we do within you know our team because it's like, how do you all come to play every single day? Well, I mean, some people want to play for money. Some people play for their faith in God. Some people play for their family. Some people play for them. But you got to be able to like talk to everybody because not everybody's going to come in all the time just ready to go. There's only a few people that's like that. And so some people are going to be down. They're not going to feel like practicing. And you got to go talk to them and be like, hey, bro, like whatever you need, I'm right here with you. And even when I start going through it, I got to be able to have people that say, hey, I'm right there with you. And so like for me, the biggest thing I've learned throughout my life, Sherm, is just, you know, relate to people. You know what I mean? Like, so when I talk to people and, and they say, man, I, I struggle with this or I do this and that, I'm like, right there with you. Me too. And then I start telling them stories and they be like, whoa. I'm like, don't repeat that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like, Between us. But look, I, uh, we yeah, here. Yeah, like, like only use it if you got to help somebody or something. But but just know at the end you of the day, alone. if it does come out, like at the end of the day, I struggle just like you struggle. But we all in this together. Like. And, and that's the biggest thing I told people when they asked me, like, who was your best teammate? I, I always say you. But it's because, like, but it's because, like, it amazed me how you would always stay out there with people, even if you knew they might not make the team. And it was just the fact that I'm like, you just sitting there teaching them and teaching them. And, you know, you would think like, oh, like, OK, if it was somebody like a Tariq Woolen, he, he's having an amazing year that you would teach somebody like him because you see how great that he can be. And it's like, okay, like I helped him because of that. But it was like, no, it didn't matter who it was, like if they were good, if they weren't as good, if they belonged in the league or not, like you took out the time to listen, you took out the time to help them. And when they asked me like, what was some of the best advice you got? I I told them one was from my dad who talked about like, you're going to see a lot of people out there that's great at what they do, but just remember they drafted you because they already liked what you do and what you bring to the table. So never change that. And then the one that I would tell them that you told me was that you're going to lose a lot in practice, but you're going to win a lot in the games. And I mean, a lot of that was because of the defense we were going against for sure. But you said that you talked about how the games were going to be a lot easier than practice. 
And when I learned that approach, I was like, man, like my rookie year, I'm like, bro, this is way easier than I expected. <laughs> but you had to be able to understand that, okay, you might lose. You're going against like the best safety in the world, the best corner in the world, the best strong safety in the world. You know what I'm saying? And so if you can figure out how to compete with these guys every day, if you could try to figure out how to beat them every single day, like I went against you all the time on the right side. Right. If I beat you one play, I couldn't do that same route for like right. five weeks because right. you were ready for it. You know what I mean? So it just taught me how to be able to like be a better player. And it taught me how to be able to go into that different mentality. Looking to get more out of this NFL season? Well, now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to touchdown scores to over-under yards. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. FanDuel is also now live in Maryland. Marylanders, make sure you get in on the action also with great offers, boosts, just for you. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in free bets when you join FanDuel with promo code RS. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and up in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable free bet. That expires 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Bro, your bag got so much depth to it now. It's crazy. I'll be watching your tape like, okay, no, now you didn't, you didn't dip in dog bag. I see a little bit of this. I see a little bit of that. I say, okay, yeah. all right, you cooking I now. People, I tell people, bro, like they, they don't understand. Like a lot of it is, yeah, you look, you learn from people, but you know, there was also a lot of stuff that I didn't do that I always did in college, but it's about scheme. You know what I mean? And they don't understand, like, there's some offensive coordinators where when you're you, you got to adapt your game. That, to me, that's the biggest way of how you stay in the league. And so it's like you get one coordinator and they like, hey, man, one move and go. Can't sit at the line or they be like, once you make your move, they'd be like, get out your break. Don't do nothing at the top. Just speed cut it. And the ball got to be there. And so it's like, you know, through the course of me having bevel, through the course of me having shoddy, like I've learned how to be able to adapt my game to where I got better in some of the areas that I never even knew I needed to work on. Right. And now when Shane came in, he like, hey man, you can freak it a little bit. Like you can do this and this. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> now you speaking my language. So yeah. it's like, you gotta learn how to be able to adapt in the league because 
that's what ultimately helps keep you here as well. Right. And and speaking of, you brought Reek up. What a year he having. I mean, think about how far he's come from, from training camp and, you know, real raw dude and a pro bowler in his rookie year, leading the league in picks. Like, tell me about him and what you've seen from him throughout the year. Bro, him and DK, I it just don't make any sense, bro. Right, it, right. This, this, these are people we created on Madden. Right, like right. just to be Six able to go two ten speed ninety nine, right. like jumping ninety nine. Like when I seen when I seen DK and Reek go at it in camp, and I was just like, bro, like DK fast too, you know. And I'm I'm seeing Reek like side by side, and then all of a sudden, like just throughout camp and going into the season, I'm like, bro, I'm like, if this dude understands like his ability, I'm like, he could sit on whatever route he want to sit on. Cause it don't, I'm like in the league, bro, quarterbacks is on point. They going to throw the ball, keep you in stride, all that. What I saw when Mahomes threw that post <laughs> like, and Reek was like four yards behind dude and came back and almost picked it. I was like, yeah, at this point, bro, like, just, just leave him alone. At this point, bro, it's like, as long as he just stays the course, there's some things, bro, within technique, we can't get away with his players. Right. But like, he could lose certain things in technique and still win. And bro, so if he can continue to get that technique, I'm telling on, you, bro. On that play, he he his footwork at the line was terrible. He was beat so bad, he started pointing at the safety. He realized the safety wasn't going to be there. It was like, I just got to run. <laughs> Ran and almost booked it. Like, this is his rookie year. The biggest leap you take as a player is from your rookie to your second year. Because because then you're going into your second year, like your confidence is through the roof. Like, I'm practicing with a whole different mentality because it's not like I'm trying to figure out if I belong or not. I'm trying to figure out if I can do it or not. I know I can do it. Like, I know wow. I'm the dude. Now I'm just, I'm sharpening the knife. Like, now I'm not trying to find a knife. I'm sharpening it. And he's like, y'all know it's sharp. Like, let me know. And that's what's been so cool to, to see with him. And this week, y'all got, I mean, between him and Sauce for rookie of the deepest rookie of the year. And and you gotta you gotta deal with the Jets and, and, D, and young DJ Reed. Man, my dog. <laughs> Your dog DJ. What you what you seen from them? Man, they they doing the same thing, man. They balling. I mean, we, you know, I seen what it was like to already be with DJ on the team. Like, dude is a dog. You know, he don't get the respect that he deserves as well. Like, Underrated. I felt, like, felt like he had a chance to be able to go in the Pro Bowl, um, had a Pro Bowl-like season, but he just real sticky, man. Like, you know, I always say, like, him and Trey Brown remind me of a gnat. They just <laughs> all in the way, and you, <laughs> you know, but you got to be able to learn how to play and maneuver around that. I feel like he's done everything and more that the Jets even wanted him to do. Like, you look at Sauce, like, Sauce came in, bro, as a first round pick and he has not disappointed, you know, he's lived up to that first round hype and, and probably even outplayed the first round hype. And that's something that's really, really hard to be able to do. You know, you talking about sauce and reek having a chance to be all pro, you know, and, and, and what's, what's scary, bro, is they're still learning. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you're in the league, it's like you're learning each and every year, but at some point you're like, all right, ability, kind of starts to outweigh, you know, everything else. But it's like, bro, these dudes are in year one and they're learning. If they continue to learn the pace that they're going, like, bro, they they have a chance to be like one of the best at the game football has ever seen. They're learning. They're 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 growing. And the moment isn't too big for them. At corner is hard. It's hard to play 16 games in the league at corner as a vet. 
you know, yeah. as a rookie, you kind of like, you kind of like, they're going to throw at me a lot. Uh, I don't know this dude's technique. I don't know what I'm going to get. Like, and these dudes are just embracing the moment, living in it, thriving in it. It's cool to see. I mean, one of them, I mean, they m- both might make the all pro team first or second team. You know what I mean? I mean, it's cra- it's a crazy year for them, too. You got any questions for me, Noe, before we get out of here? Man, if I would have known I was going to have a chance to ask you questions. Um, <laughs> let's see. How, how, how has everything been with just like you leaving football? Like, you know, how a lot of times people say like you go through that, that crazy, not crazy, but the depression and stuff whenever you're done playing, like, was it easier for you? Cause I heard you always wanted to kind of do what it is that you're doing now. Well, well, I'm I'm crazy in general. <laughs> we all look crazy in general. So I think the hardest thing for people when they transition is the 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 loss of structure. Like for I don't know, 25, 30 years for some of us, you got structure. You know, at this time of the year, it's gonna be training camp. You know, at this time of the year, it's gonna be the season. You know, I'm gonna be training in this time of the year. You I mean, from college till now, you got a schedule. Like you got a schedule in your locker. You know what time? Meetings at eight. Uh, breakfast at this time, this and this and this. And when you lose that, when you show up in August of your life and you don't have a training camp and you don't have a schedule and you don't know what you're going to do, you might have all the money in the world in your account, but you don't have, you don't feel like you have direction or purpose. Like I've been putting all my, not just putting my eggs in one bucket, because even if you're like, oh, I got money in real estate, I got this, I got that, I got passive income. You're not an expert at that. You're about to move out of a space that you are an expert in and go be a novice somewhere else. And I think that's the hardest part for guys is to find purpose and to find the locker room and the mentality and everything. And so all that kind of, all that weight kind of starts to fall on you at the same time. And if you don't get from under it and go find something, get stuff. Yeah. So I would say my last question would be this. So you've been a pro bowler, a hall of fame. You're about to be a hall of famer at some point. You've been an all pro. So outside of football, What's your Pro Bowl? What's your Hall of Fame? And what's your um, All Pro? Uh, I think being dad, uh, you got you got some time before before it happens, but you might want to get on it. But being a dad, <laughs> bro, that's that's gonna be my Hall of Fame, my All Pro, my everything. You know, being a, trying to be a good husband. You know, obviously the transition there was different too. The relationship kind of changes because you go from not being here a majority of the time. You know what I mean? You got your time your season, your end season, your out of season to hear all the time. And your wife got to adjust to that. She should be like, Hey, go yeah. somewhere. Get out of here. I'm used to you <laughs> not being here all the time. So, so go make yourself busy. And so uh, that's it now. Just trying to be great at my career, you know, trying to set a great example for my son and my daughter, uh, trying to raise them. Right. You know, trying to coach. I co- I'm coaching his basketball team. This is okay. coming uh, <laughs> this season in January. And, and I think when you, when you lose like, the drive or, or, or not the drive, but like uh, I'm not consumed with football anymore. So, so I'm not obsessed with being the best of that. So now I'm obsessed with being the best dad and not that I wasn't obsessed with being the best dad while I was playing, but it's hard to be obsessed with two things. Oh, no, yeah. it's tough. So now I'm totally obsessed. Like I, I I'm at every practice, every, every uh, a meet at every meeting, I'm in everything I can be in. And it, it gives me purpose. It gives me so much fulfillment because I'm having fun. I get to see them grow. I can see them learn. So that's it right now. That's just being a great dad, a great father in this job. You know, I get to talk football. I get to talk football all the time. And um, I get to see you guys. I get to talk to you. It brings me joy. Well, I appreciate it, man. I, you know, like I said last year, I was like, you know, the more and more I got better, I was like, you know, if it was one person, 
And I want to be like, oh, yeah, I can see the transition because you see me from when I first came in and like you see everything that I'm doing now. And, you know, like I said, regardless if anybody ever appreciates it, like for me, I had to learn how to appreciate it myself. I wanted to go to at least one Pro Bowl <laughs> at receiver because I already did it at special teams. But right. I mean, for me, it's like I'm a Pro Bowler in my heart. Like, you know right. what I mean? I'm a Pro Bowler for my team. Like, Everything that I'm looking for, it taught me not to look for it and let it come find you. And so, like, I'm I'm learning how to appreciate all the stuff that's right there. Like, people say being where your feet are. Because I can always sit here and, like you say, be upset about why am I not getting credit? Why this, this, and this? Or I can appreciate, like, this is my second time being Walter Payton Man of the Year. That's you know, this, Congratulations. this is my second. Well, I don't think I can say the other one yet. <laughs> the other one hadn't happened yet. Oh, uh, the Steve Largent Award. Like, it's my second time I won that. Oh, you got two? So, yeah. So, I okay. mean, it's, it's like learning how to be, you know, thankful for everything around you. Like like you said, man, like, man, I got a fiance. I got friends from high school, from middle school that, that I still talk to. I got a chance to help my family and friends. Like, you know, Claypool said it a long time ago. He said he already won. You know, right away, he said he already won. So, like, for me, it's like, bro, I've already won. Everything else is just an addition. No, when you hang up the cleats in 50 years and you and you look back on it, all the cool things you did as a player, you're going to be like, man, that was pretty cool. Like I was I was special. I was out there cooking. I did my thing. <laughs> and then you're going to start to do stuff with your kids and with your wife and with your family. And you're going to be like, I mean, that was fun. But watching my kid do it is going to be like, and I'm sure your dad would tell you the same thing. It brings you a different level of like, like, man, that's like it, yeah. it almost feels better than when you did it because you created somebody. You worked with them. You 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 see them through the ups and downs. You know, it's almost like the young kids you work with. I'm sure re- young receivers you see mm-hmm. you worked with over your career and you see them do better. And you're like, man, like I remember when you was here. Yeah. And now you're here when it's your son. Oh, my God. I, I see him make baskets or I see him win a track meet. And I'll be sitting there. I'll be the first one to pick him up from the finish line. <laughs> like, I'll be like, hey, I don't care. And, and it don't even matter if you won. Yeah. It matters that I seen you get better. And sometimes we win, sometimes we don't. But if we got better, I don't give a dang what the result is. Man, like, that's, the process. that's the approach. That's the best approach, bro. Because if you teach your kid it's all about winning, then you you lose sight on a progression over perfection. Fall in love with the process. That's what I tell him every time. Fall in love. We're going to get in love with the process. The results will come. Like, yeah. eventually we'll win everything. But we got to fall in love with getting better day after day, play after play, practice after practice. The results will come. If we work, it'll come. Yeah. Well, he's speaking like dad of the year, man. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. No, <laughs> I can't wait till you have a kid. I'm, I'll be oh. We bring him out there with the track with our kids. Oh, man. When I have a kid, it's on. Right, right. He's going to be a little scooter, too. <laughs> hey, yeah. hopefully he about six four, six five. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I don't know how. I told your fiance here, but but we go we gonna pray on the six four six five. Uh, pray like five two five three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I appreciate you, Noe. I ain't gonna take too much more of your time. I know you got more treatment and you get better, but it's damn good to hear from you always. Same man. Likewise, appreciate you even asking me to be on. Man, I, I was waiting for the call. <laughs> well, I, you gotta pick and choose your time. You know what I mean? I, I try to catch you on when you're hot, and then it was hard. We asked yeah. around, and then we caught you injured, and I was like, ah, of course. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, glad we was able to make it work, man. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you too, Noe. Have a great day, brother. All right, you too. Love you, bro. Love you too. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.